You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 93 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And you had a brain fart (laughs) on the earlier take. (laughs) I don't know what just went on in my brain. (laughs) My synapses were not firing. Are you good now? Has everything settled? I'm composed. Everything's fine. Your brain has returned back to normal. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, you were just telling me right before we hit record that how many downloads are we at? 96,000. Wow. So close to 100,000. That's insane. It really is. (laughs) Like, y'all have listened to us 96,000 times. Like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask those questions. Just roll with it. (laughs) I don't. I just go with it. It's so humbling, though, like, to just imagine people we don't even know listen to us and... Hey, and like it (laughs) and enjoy listening to this hot mess express true the shit show indeed (laughs) yes this is the third episode we've recorded this weekend kudos to us yes i know we're going to be busy and i know we're going to appreciate it yes these next couple weeks when we're busy having fun and we're not going to feel like recording we uh, we won't we love y'all but when we're on vacation we on vacation At least we're not pulling a fast one on you like we did um, when we went on the cruise. And we're just like, so sorry, no new episodes. <laughs> it's going to be a while. <laughs> It'll be a minute. Uh, no, we're, we're trying to be more responsible and get these things done ahead of time. Yes. I got to say, it's been kind of an overwhelming week trying to, like, get everything done because... Like research and stuff? Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Like research and I know, um, like, school-wise, I need to do at least two weeks' worth of work to <laughs> make up for when we're gone and then working on top of that. So yeah. it's been a lot. I'm ready for ready for some downtime. Some vacation, man. Some vacation. We, I mean, we were talking about this the other day. You haven't really taken – we haven't really taken vacation. At all. At all. I'm, like, <laughs> trying – I'm, like, I don't know. The I cruise? Don't, I don't I don't really that was remember. The last bit, or like, Colorado. Colorado, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. Which was over a year ago. Yeah. So I think that was the last time. Yeah. So this take- is a nice vacation coming up for me. Got to work mm-hmm. three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I out. am Audi 5000. And <laughs> I am not coming back until I think it's, like, the 26th, I think. Mm, yeah. yeah. So I got, like, 10, 11 days. That's awesome. Yup. Are you excited? Yup. <laughs> I'm excited too. Are you excited for your mystery trip, which you will definitely know by the time this airs? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be long gone. Yes. Um, yes. I am very excited. I have a few thoughts. Okay. Um, I know it's not Savannah. Mm-hmm. We, we said that last that time. out. And it's not Florida because we're going there. Correct. After yeah. the surprise trip. We're not making a double trip to Florida. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I've got a couple guesses. No airplanes, so it's drivable. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking maybe somewhere in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Good guess. Tennessee. Because you're the only 10 I see. (laughs) Gabby. (laughs) Uh Oh, Gabby, buckle up. (laughs) A little Nashville joke for you. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So I don't know where, but we will find out shortly. Yep. And we'll put it on Instagram once we... Once you know where we're going, yes. so we'll see. Because I'm assuming I'll be driving. <laughs> Unless you want me to drive. Hell no. Fun fact, I can drive. You, you <laughs> act like I am unable to drive. I do drive. I drive a lot. Um, Caitlin hates the way I drive. Though I don't think it's just me. I think you don't like when anyone other than you drives. Pretty much. I like to be in control, I think. That's yes. like anxiety. Yeah. I think. But besides that, time out though. No, you're correct. The second you're a terrible driver. <laughs> The shade. Let's talk about the time that we first started dating and we were taking separate cars to at home. 
Uh-huh. The it's a superstore. Yeah, uh-huh. you can uh-huh. shake your head, and look away all you want. <laughs> this bitch had no idea where she was going, so she's following me, right? Following me because I knew where I was going. This bitch hauls ass, passes me, <laughs> cuts me off, and then like veers off this exit, and I'm like. In your defense, it was the right exit. I got there. <laughs> you had no idea where you were going. And why did you pass me and then cut me off? Horrible driver. Horrible. She, like, when someone in front of you hits their brake and you see the brake lights, the bitch is still gunning it. Like, she's got <laughs> gas. Like, yeah. Like, no. When you see someone braking ahead of you, you brake. You yeah. start breaking. May I just say, too, in a true sense of irony, the only accident I have ever been in is when someone rear-ended me. <laughs> <laughs> how you have not rear-ended someone is literally, because, like... <laughs> Throwing one up there. <laughs> how, like, you you get, like, right up close, and then you just slam your brake. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible. So, Terrible. So sorry if you live in Charleston and you have someone riding behind you. It's probably me. <laughs> so sorry. Big glasses and a Starbucks in your hand and riding ass. <laughs> Bitch. If you hear the Harry Potter score blaring, I guarantee you it's me driving. It's definitely you. I don't listen to normal music when I drive. You must hate when I drive and listening to all my music because it's we don't we don't really like the same type of music. No, we have a few like common songs we yeah. like, but I mean we just. It's fine because we alternate. Like, I play a song, and then you play a song. It's true. We did. We did pretty well. Look, I like the like electronic dance music. Like, mm-hmm. It doesn't have a synthesizer in it. Like, <laughs> I'll put a song. Caitlin's like, "Is this a score?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." Just like, no. Aren't you proud that I like know what they are though? I am very proud of you. That you know what a synthesizer is. Oh, I know what a synthesizer is. A score. Yes, I am proud that you know what a score is because I've only made you listen to. 30 of them by now. It's true. And you also got me kind of hooked on Piano Guys. Yep. You're and I like that. That's, I like it because it's like new like music, like mm-hmm. popular music, and then they it's a cello and a piano. Mm-hmm. Like they get bussin'. I was about to say, yeah, like everyone hates on classical music, but man. That's pretty cool. I don't know. You listen to Summer by Vivaldi, and you tell me that doesn't slap. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, we've seen the Piano Guys in we Atlanta. Twice. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Atlanta, another one of my guesses. Oh, is that on your list? Okay. Yep. Okay. Atlanta, Charlotte. We talk about Charlotte mm-hmm. a lot. Yep. I don't know. Savannah. I already told you Savannah's not on there. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah. I was thinking, sorry, I was thinking about piano guys. Yeah, we first saw them in Nashville, though, right? We went there first. Yes, we saw them at the Ryman, and then we went to the amphitheater in Atlanta. Yes. And fun fact, that was like when we were very, very newly like first started dating. Newly dating, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you were, we were, li- yeah, we were living. No, no, we were not living together in Nashville. You were moving out. Remember, we came back. Oh, that's right. And football had just started, and like there was nothing in your house <laughs> but a mattress in the living room that we like sat on. Yes, that's right. Because I remember I dragged you out of bed at like four in the morning because I had to be back for the one o'clock kickoff. For yes, football. yeah. Exactly. I miss football. I know. We got the draft coming up soon, though. We do. It's at least something. It's true. Yes. And the way the Pats have been making moves, I am very curious to see how this draft goes. It's going to be interesting. We need a quarterback bad. There are, these are. going to be Cammy. I don't think it's going to happen, but there were like swirling rumors of Aaron Rodgers coming to the Pats. <sighs> Personally, I do not like Aaron Rodgers. He's a badass quarterback. I'll give, I think he's kind of like. He's a douche. A douche. <laughs> I've never been so is Cam him, Newton, so. so. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I don't know. I will be very interested to see how that goes. Yeah, me too. So everyone outside of the US is like, what the fuck? <laughs> football. And not the real kind. Not the real. <laughs> I never understood that why it's called football. I don't either. 
Um, yeah. There's like maple syrup on this table. This table is gross, and I realized how gross it was about 10 seconds before I hit record. So power through it, and I will wipe it down after. Wipe. (laughs) TikTok has really taken over our lives. I love TikTok. Me too. That's where I get all my music from. Like, I hear a song on TikTok, and I'm like, ooh, got to look it up on Spotify. Like, just, it's the stuff, man. I think so, too. All right. Um, anything else we got going on? I feel like we've covered all our big life moments right now. <laughs> Mishka's diatetic. I got Invisalign. <laughs> um, we're going on two trips in a we're week. We're going on two trips. We're going to relax. Um, yeah. And then the month of birthdays will be done. <laughs> yes. Jeff's birthday is after mine. Yep. Fun. Your mom is the 8th. Yep. Mine's the 18th. And your dad's is the 28th. All 10 days apart. That is so funny. Yep. I swear to God, everyone I know was born in April. Yeah. I'm like... I know. Funny story. My grandfather on my mom's side, my mm-hmm. mom's dad, is April 19th, the day after mine. And I was mm-hmm. born at 12.33 a.m. So, like, I was almost a... She, my mom, was, like, in labor on the 17th. Right. I decided to make my appearance on the 18th. Mm-hmm. And I remember my grandfather was like, keep it in. Like, hold it in. Oh, my God. <laughs> he wanted my birthday to be on his birthday. She's like, Dad, I cannot not, wait 24 hours. Like, this is happening. that way. <laughs> does not work that way at all (laughs) oh man Mm, yeah yeah well all right um do you want me to talk about tell them what we're talking about today sure i'm telling dr doolittle what a kentucky waterfall is (laughs) it's a mullet for those that don't know (laughs) there's a lot of them around south carolina they're like making a comeback I know there's a lot of things. Okay, before we get into the topic, I got a segue on that. There are a lot of things <laughs> making a comeback right now, which I do not agree with. Number one, do not come at me because I have a side part in my hair. Listen to me. I look so stupid with a middle part. I get that I'm old. You don't have to tell me that. I'm sorry I don't want jeans that come up to my boobs. I was going to say, like, look at their style right now. Like, if you don't look like a grungy, trashy, like, 1980s style. Right. Oh. Excuse me. And then I got assaulted the other day because someone on TikTok said, like, you're a millennial if you wear a tank top under your shirt. And I'm like, I always wear tank tops under I my know. Shirts. A, I sweat a lot, <laughs> so it's an extra layer of protection. <laughs> and two, half the, like, shit out there now is see-through, and I'm sorry, like... Nobody wants to see this. You don't want to see all this under up in here, you know? Like, I'm doing y'all a solid when I'm doing this. So, yes, a lot of things coming back, because y'all think it's new. It's not new. Uh-uh. Early 90s, mid-90s. They was wearing the same shit. <laughs> so, with that said. <laughs> Moving on. What is All today's right. topic? What are we doing? Today's topic is Mysterious Places. Ooh. I feel like an X-Files theme song <laughs> coming in here. Yeah, you started, you were the one that kind of started the topic off. Yes. With your, and I kind of followed behind you. Yes. Um, so, would you like me to start? Because you have like one big one, correct? Or Yes. Okay. Well, how about I do my first, like, little one? Okay. And then, because I have two. So okay. let me do my first one, and then you can go. And I'll be the I'll be the ham and cheese in the sandwich. Perfect. I'll you be the be Wonder the Bread. bread. <laughs> remember Wonder Bread? <laughs> yes. I remember Wonder Bread. They still have that? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. 
We don't get Wonder Bread. <laughs> no, I don't even know what you do with all of that, so we get whatever you get. <laughs> it's usually whatever's on sale because bread is expensive. It's true. See, that's why we're so good together because, like, we um, – here's a little fun fact about marriage. People say marriage is 50-50, and that's not true at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we do the things that we know we're really good at. So, like, I do laundry because I love laundry, and I'm good at it, <laughs> and I can get a stain out of, like, anything. And I hate laundry, so that works out well. And Caitlin detests it, and Caitlin does all the grocery shopping because I absolutely abhor grocery shopping. <laughs> And I'm not very good at finding deals, and Caitlin is. Yep. Caitlin straight up started a fight at the register. Be like, no, I had a two-for-one coupon on that. You better honor that. <laughs> Publix is great, though, because they a lot of times have, like, buy one, get one free. Mm-hmm. Like, especially on, like, English muffins, you know, freeze it. Like, you can freeze everything. Yeah. So I usually will go pick and choose, like, but I don't like cheap bread. Like, I don't like, I'm kind of bougie, like a bougie shopper. I don't know you haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Publix is expensive. So you gotta it find is. the deals, but like cheese the other day, it was like two for five. Like that's a really good deal. Yeah, so you pick it up. I will tell you this: if you are not from the South and you ever visit anywhere, like I pretty much all the South, yeah, has Publix. Take yourself into a Publix and get yourself a sub sandwich at the deli. Pub sub will change your life. Yep. It's so good, and you can make them into like salads too. If mm-hmm. you don't, I've done that. Sometimes the bread is a little thick. Yeah, also get wrapped, but you can also just have like kind of like a a salad. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, so. You've been warned. <laughs> You've been warned. <laughs> pub sub. Pub sub. Yes. All right. Kay. Well, from pub subs to my first mysterious place. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where we're going, I'm pretty sure they don't have pub subs. Okay. Um, because we are going to England. Ooh. The ye old pub sub. <laughs> <laughs> do they do that in England? Do they make subs at grocery stores? I do not know. I don't know, but I remember going when we were in Russia and we all ordered sandwiches from this place. And our tour guide was like, Russians like, we don't eat sandwiches. She was drinking mushroom broth. For well, she also weighed <laughs> 90 pounds. So, I mean, it was working for her. She was tiny. As we're all taking bites of our subs. And we're like, where's their... It didn't come with chips or french fries. She was just like, we don't eat sandwiches. Well, I mean, hell, we had walked 30 miles all over St. Petersburg. Like, my belly button and my backbone were fighting. I was so hungry. Like, and that takes a lot because I am not thin. <laughs> funny. Yeah. So... I've heard that's a very American thing. (laughs) England, go. England, all right. So, we're talking about one of the most unexplained, oldest monuments that exist in England and the world, really. Okay. Do you have any guesses as to what that is? I saw it already, so. Well, we're talking about Stonehenge. (laughs) It's cool. Yes, I've never been to Stonehenge, but it is, like, on my list for sure to go visit. So, to give you kind of a little background, um, it's located on the Salisbury Plain in Wiltshire, England, um, and it's old as hell, let me just say that. But it was actually not built at the same time. I think that's a common misconception. Okay. Um, you know, if you don't know what it looks like, Google it. It's a big circle of gigantic-ass rocks. Who doesn't know what Stonehenge is? I don't know. Maybe someone doesn't. Just Google it. <laughs> Do you live under a rock? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice one. <laughs> yeah. Well, there were a lot of rocks to live under in this one. <laughs> The first part of the monument was built 5,000 years ago, and the um, stone circle was built during the Neolithic period, around 2500 BC. Um, Another fun fact that I did not know is that there's actually a lot of burial mounds near the monument as well, Mm -hmm. and dating says that these were um, put there during the Bronze Age. So 
moving forward through time in 2500 BC as well, the stones were sent up in the center of the monument. Um, there's kind of two types of stones here, um, large sarsens, which I've not heard of that before, and blue stones. Okay. Um, but the stones were later rearranged 200 to 300 years later. Weird. Right? And it's amazing that we know that. Like, soil mm-hmm. dating and carbon dating can, like, tell us these things. Some people are wicked smart. It's wicked smart. It ain't me. <laughs> I did not do well in geology. <laughs> Geology's hard. Mm. <laughs> Didn't you have to take a geology mm-hmm. class? <laughs> mm-hmm. To my detriment, yes. So, yeah, I went to a liberal arts school at where you're required to take a little bit of everything, and then you mm-hmm. start taking your major courses. Um, so, obviously, majored in Spanish, had no desire to do science, but you have to take one. So, I was told, like, do geology. It's rocks for jocks. Like, it's easy. <laughs> It was not easy. Rocks were jocks. You are not a jock. No, but I figured the rest of them were in there. And I was like, sweet. It's going to be a breeze. It was not a breeze. It was not. It's a lot of rocks that look a lot alike. And you have to know all the differences. And 10 out of 10 do not recommend. But I survived. Um, Yeah. So I think the biggest question about Stonehenge that everyone has is, what the hell was it used for? Right. What was it? Um, today, we still don't know that, which is why it's on the list of mysterious places. Um, it's really unknown why early Britons even came to the Salisbury Plain to build the monument. Um, and archaeologists still don't understand if... They do know that it was a burial site, because we know that the mounds are nearby. But it's also thought that this could have been used for religious ceremonies at the time. Okay. Fair enough. In the 1960s, an astronomer named Gerald Hawkins... Um, he thought that Stonehenge was used as an astronomical calendar. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I can see that. that. However, there are some arguments against this. Uh, critics have said that builders at this time probably did not have a really good working knowledge of astronomy and that England um, is really, really cloudy, okay. like all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's very rainy. So, like, they would not have been able to see the sky very much. So it kind of, you know, sure. weakens that argument. So naturally, as we've seen before many times, when we don't understand something, there's a lot of urban legends and folklore that comes out of trying to reason and explain it. Mm -hmm. There are many theories on what Stonehenge is. Um, One of the most famous was that the site was created by Merlin, like Mm -hmm. the wizard Merlin, who transported the stones from Ireland and had giants assemble them. Okay. So there's that one. Um, some say it's a fertility symbol, and it's shaped as a female genitalia. If you look at it from like an aerial <laughs> view, and I'm like, I'm going to have to Google that because I don't know if I've ever noticed that. But I'm going to check it out. Um, and then the most famous and probably greatest theory is our favorite, aliens. Absolutely aliens. There is a book that was published in 1968 by a guy named Eric Von Donakin, sorry if I said that wrong, he claimed that aliens had visited the planet during this time and built the monument, or they gave people the technology to build the monument. Um, and at the time, people on Earth thought of them as gods. Okay. Now, this does kind of hold water in my mind, because it immediately makes me think of the pyramids. Yep. How the fuck did they figure out how to build the pyramids? Like, aliens. There's a very common working theory that aliens helped. Aren't the pyramids, like, in, like, some sort of, like, line, too? Like, Mm -hmm. they're connected in some way? Yes. I believe they form some sort of, like, geometric shape. And I think... Oh, this was an old episode of Ancient Aliens. I feel like there's also a pyramid maybe in, like, uh, like Central America. Yep. That, like, lines up either latitude... Or longitudinally. (laughs) Um, Like, there's some very strange correlation. And the argument is, how on 
like they how the hell do people on two different continents yeah. at that time know to build the same thing? Yep. Aliens. I think, yeah. I, that was absolutely aliens. I, just, I think Stonehenge is aliens. I too. could see that too. Maybe it's like um like a shrine or a tribute to them. Like I don't know, but I I don't think it sounds that crazy <laughs> when you what? kind of inappropriate i'm not gonna say it okay. <laughs> aliens and then the female genitalia <laughs> yeah draw your own conclusions <laughs> i'm just thinking of tiktok again <laughs> fair enough well you're gonna die at my second mysterious place then so this is gonna be a good episode <laughs> i mean i could see it like someone put it on it was on tiktok too the other day someone said like you know it's kind of funny that dinosaurs you know roamed all over the earth and then a giant asteroid hit them and wiped them out and then magically humans showed up what if we're the we're aliens? the aliens maybe we were not indigenous to this planet. i don't know yeah see i don't know my little foil hat is going up <laughs> like i'm <laughs> it is on <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. I feel like that rabbit hole makes you question a lot. Everything makes you like freak out a little bit. A little bit. Um, So yeah, a lot (laughs) of people think it's aliens. There was a TikTok yesterday. I was watching. We Celeste and I have very two very different TikToks. Uh, That's putting it lightly. (laughs) There was this guy. He's like, finally, I get to ask the like age old question, and it was literally a chicken like running across the road. He goes, "Why? Why did you do it?" (laughs) I just died laughing. It was great. That is great. Okay, continue. <laughs> well, aside from aliens, there is another working theory about Stonehenge. This one's a bit more practical. Okay. Um, the thought was that Stonehenge may be a prehistoric sound studio. Oh, okay, like an amphitheater. Maybe. Okay. So there's something, a concept that I've never heard of, and it's called Piper's Illusion. Mm-hmm. It occurs when an observer uh, walk around two people playing an instrument. In this example, it's a piper. A dampening effect is created when the sound waves cancel each other out at certain points in the circle. Mm-hmm. Stonehenge has been studied, and it has the same effect. It does exhibit Piper's illusion. Okay. So it's kind of thought that this might have been a place that was used to replicate sounds heard, or maybe used during religious festivals to transmit sound in some sort of way. Okay. There's also another theory that Stonehenge itself is an instrument. Like, possibly, like, a giant xylophone or some kind of percussive instrument. So, I mean, it's it's everywhere. Theories really go from here to there. But to this day, you know, we really don't still understand why it's there and and what it was for. Weird. Wild. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going with the aliens. Yeah, I'm going with the aliens, too. Yeah, for sure. All right. Are you ready? I am. All right. Uh, this is not Stonehenge. Okay. Um, but we are going to go to South America. Okay. Um, we are going to talk about... Uh, sorry, we got a, a bunch of um, new followers. Hey. I'm not going to say the name of what just followed us, but it's really funny. <laughs> okay. <Hey. laughs> um, we are going to go to Mount Roraima, I think. Roraima. How do you spell it? R-O-R-A-I-M-A. Roraima. Yeah. Okay. Row, 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 Rama. Gently down the street. <laughs> magically, 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 magically. On the borders of Brazil, Venezuela, and Guyana. <laughs> Nailed. Thank you. If you didn't catch that, this mount is on the border of Brazil, Venezuela, and Guyana. Okay. It is one of the only tabletop mounts mountains in the world. Okay. Fun fact, tabletop mountains only exist in South America. Weird. Yep. Okay. We know why. (laughs) Um, So if you Google it, you can kind of see. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But they're literally just these massive mountains with straight vertical walls and a completely flat top. Okay. Um, 
Mount Roraima is the tallest of its kind. Okay. And it kind of depends on who you ask, um, why they look the way they look, what yeah. the purpose of that looking like that is. Mm-hmm. Um, the indigenous population of this region in mostly Brazil, mm-hmm. mostly is, um, believe that the tabletop mountains are houses for the gods. Ooh, okay. The word tabletop in Pimon language, which is the native language in this region, mm-hmm. is Tapui. <laughs> okay. Which literally translates to the house of gods. Okay. Um, so it's kind of... Um, Always cloudy, okay. foggy, but only at the top. Okay. So it kind of gives it this, like, mystical look. Yeah. Kind of like Mount Washington. Kind of reminds me. Yeah. Same thing. No snow. Not as magical. <laughs> um, so it kind of just... never It never stops raining mm-hmm. up there. Okay. So it kind of just... It's got a very mystical look. Feel to and it. And feel. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they kind of believe that this mother goddess lives at the top of this mountain. Okay. Okay. All right. So almost one fifth of the mountain is completely covered in water. Okay. Um, it has one of the oldest known waterfalls in the world. Okay. And they, it has these bright pink puddles. Mm. It also has like pristine, oh, our neighbors flexing out there. Sorry. Someone's revving. <laughs> I don't know what they're revving. <laughs> Something big. Um, these pristine lakes and rivers, mm-hmm. um, and it even has like these pools of water with crystal bottoms um, in their like jacuzzis. They kind of look that like like they pretty. look like they're specifically made for like lounging in. Cool. It's kind of mother weird. goddess got good taste. All right. Yeah. So like I'm kind of just picturing it in my head, and it's like it looks like kind of like Fern Gully, like just. Oh, there's a movie from way back in the good day. Lots of throwback, right? But, like, just very, like, magical and mystical. Like, all these, like, crystal bottoms. kind of hurt, though. Sitting on a... Crystal. Crystal. Yeah, I could see that. On your booty. I could see that. Poking your booty. Maybe they're not meant to be lounged in. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, why is the mountain shaped that way? I guess I should have put that more at the top, but <laughs> you're not here for the professionalism, people. <laughs> um, the shape of it is... Um, according to the Tapuis, they are, be- I want to be a Tapui, <laughs> um, believed that they are the remains of sandstone plateaus. Okay. Um, they also believe that they formed when the Earth's surface changed. Okay. AKA when the continents drifted apart billions sure. of years ago. They yep. think that, because if, you know, they believe that Africa and South America were connected. Right. Pangea. Yes. When they split, that's when these plateaus... Right, form. continental drift. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, you're so smart. It's just all that geology I was forced <laughs> to retain. It had to go somewhere. Yes. Um, so, obviously, scientists have studied Mount Roraima for a long time. Yeah, sure. Um, it's kind of the biggest of its kind. Very magical, mystical, mm-hmm. weird, kind of unexplained yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and it was only... Up until 2003, that it was believed that there were no caves in hmm. this mountain. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. There are. There are. Okay. Yes. Okay. And they only found that out, like I said, in 2003. Okay. Um, it has one of the world's largest quartz systems. They were discovered inside of the mountain. Hmm. So this termed, or like, it coined the nickname of Vuevo Ojos de Cristal, 
AKA the Cave of Crystal Eyes. Oh, I like that name. That's cool. Yep. Um, so kind of everything is a little odd, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything's a little funky. Like there, pristine lakes, mountains, or rivers, like crystal pools, kind of untouched. Very much untouched. Another really unique feature of this mountain is there are flora and fauna, okay. which brings you back to high school. There's animals yes. and plants and things that exist only on that mountain and nowhere else in the world. Oh, okay. Mm. Weird, right? Mm-hmm. Wicked weird. Um, <clears throat> so it is known to the scientists as like a botanical paradise. Yeah. Because like they can study and there's like new things. Like mm-hmm. everybody wants to like find something new. Discover something and new. And name it. Right. If you found a new species. Is that how you say that? Species. 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 Yeah. I think it's species. That's just species. Like, yes. Um, what would you name it? Well, I think it depends on what it is. It's a frog. Um, Toteus Maximus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> Seymour's toad. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I kind of popcorned you there. Then. That's fair. I have to think about that. Um, okay, so like I said, there's obviously these plants, animals that only survive um, on this mountain. Okay. And a lot of these plants that are there survive by eating insects. Hmm. Like, it reminded me of like a Venus, Venus flytrap. Yeah. Those yeah. things freak me out. They do freak me out too. Yeah. Like, that's alive. And it's like, like eating things. No, thank you. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. Um, okay, so it also is home to like hummingbirds, parrots, and nocturnal oil birds. I don't know what an oil bird is. I didn't look it up. Uh, lots of birds. Okay. It literally, I just want to like go on vacation there because it sounds amazing. It does. Are people allowed up there? Or is it no. only like researchers? Yeah. It's like because it's so like untouched and pristine. Mm. Like I feel like they don't want. Sorry, it's not. People then, tend to go and fuck that up real quick. Real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it, it seems beautiful. Seems like somewhere I want to visit, but like it's kind of creepy, right? Yeah, a little bit. Like, why are these things only? There. There. And nowhere else. Aliens. Um, yes. I say aliens. Some mm-hmm. people think it's like an ancient civilization from billions of years ago mm-hmm. that like created this like magical mountain. Yeah, and like paradise. Yeah. yeah. And now hmm. they don't. And now nobody's allowed to. Interesting. But I think it's aliens. I think it's aliens too. Yeah. They're just chilling up there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they got tough tushies so they can sit on the crystals <laughs> in their they're jacuzzi. Like, they just beam down new species of like birds and stuff. They're like, here you go. <laughs> Thank you. You never know. Mm-mm. That's a good one. Thank I've you. never heard of that, so that was new. Yeah, thanks. All right. Well, you ready for my last one? Yeah. This one is the one I said is going to make you. I picked it and I was like, oh my God. Like, we're never going to get the <laughs> Yes, I'm so excited. We're never going to get through this episode. <laughs> I present to you. One of the most mysterious places in the world. A blue-footed booby. No. That's my favorite bird. I want to meet whoever named that because I think we would be friends. Fair enough. You got the blue part right. Did I? This is the great blue hole. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Why am I like this? I don't know. So the great blue hole is uh, located off the coast of Belize. Okay. So um, it's very right down the road. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. It's um, you know crystal clear waters over there, and it is literally what the name denotes—a giant blue hole that is in the middle of the sea. Okay. Okay. So it's thought. Um, well, the hole itself was formed. They estimate around seventy million years ago. 
Um, it is thought that originally Mayans inhabited a few of the atoll islands around the Blue Hole for over a thousand years. Okay. But the first recorded history of it began in 16, the 16th century when the Europeans arrived. Okay. Um, Spanish researchers actually began conducting research on that coastline from 1528 to 1532. Okay. So we have a lot of documentation through the years. Um, a lot of people went into the Blue Hole. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of them didn't come out. <laughs> we'll find out why. Um, even Charles Darwin uh, refers to the area in 1836 in his travels. He said that it was the richest and most remarkable coral reefs in the entire Western Caribbean. Okay. It's very beautiful if you look this up. Okay. Um, so in the mid-1970s... Nothing. <laughs> yeah. In the 1970s, Jacques Cousteau even investigated um, with one of his crafts as well. Okay. Because it was so deep at the time, it was unknown how deep it really was. I know. I know. I could tell you. I know. I regret I came this topic immediately. As recently as 2018, <laughs> Richard Branson has an, or announced that he planned to dive and 3D map um, the Blue Hole with his team of researchers. Now, I could not find if that was actually done okay. and what came out of that, <clears throat> but it's there. Um, here's another fun fact. Begin giggling. It's the largest hole at sea hole in the world. <laughs> sea hole? <laughs> <laughs> sea more holes. <laughs> God. Yeah. Instead of a sea hag, I'm going to start going sea, sea hole. hole. <laughs> Shut up, sea hole. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> This is fun. Yeah. You good? <laughs> I'm really trying to compose myself. And, like, I know we have the explicit mark, so I'm, like... Dialing it I'm down a little bit. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I have a lot on my mind that I could say. I absolutely believe that. Okay. Continue. Okay. Sorry, so, I'm immature. It's all right. <laughs> so, specifically, it's located... Um, near the center of Lighthouse Reef off the coast of Belize, as I said before. Okay. Um, its water is crystal clear, and it's home to many species of fish and actually many different species of sharks, um, even the hammerhead shark, which is very rarely um, seen. Okay. So a lot of researchers go here if, you know, if sharks are your thing. Okay. That's where you want to go. I like sharks. I, Not, I, like, swimming with them. I don't get near one, but I think they're interesting. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah. So it's over uh, 300 meters, like, across... It's huge. It's a big hole. For us Americans, that's 984 feet, and it is 125 meters deep. That is 410 feet deep. So, huge. It's like, a big hole. It's a big hole, yep. So, dive in. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, too, it's a very treacherous hole. <laughs> So, not anyone can just show up and... Get in the hole? Yes. <laughs> yep. Only divers who have had uh, over 24 completed dives as experience are allowed to actually go. Only experienced divers can jump into the, the yes, big blue hole. Okay. That is right. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> um, because a lot of inexperienced divers have died going in there. Yep. I can see that. Another fun fact is that the underwater caves actually contain giant stalactites, which yeah. prove that the caves were actually once above water. So they've not Ooh, always that's been pretty underwater. Cool. Yeah, so at some point, the water level shifted so drastically that the caves are now underwater. Nice. Weird, right? Yeah. Like, very strange. That's very odd. It is also such a big hole it can be seen from space. <laughs> 
That's a big hole. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and to wrap up her, this place, um, Glenn Collinson, who is a NASA scientist, did research um, and described the blue hole as the following. He said it was the deepest deep blue hole imaginable, a chasm that fell away deep into the deep dark blue. It had been forged out of solid rock as caverns hundreds of thousands of years ago during the last ice age. For eons, water filtered through the rock and into these great stone cathedrals, breeding multicolored stalactites and stalagmites. Then one by one, they collapsed into each other, creating a chasm 400 feet deep. As Earth's uh, polar ice caps receded, the warm Caribbean ocean swept in to fill the chasm with boiling white hands. The last <laughs> rays of sunlight stuck to the chasm's floor. Then as the limestone broke down, it began to rain tiny fragments of rock, which slowly began to fill the Great Blue Hole. <laughs> so, to give you a more scientific view of what happened. Nice. Thank you for making it through that. I was, re- <clears throat> I was refraining really hard. From giggling. I kind of lost it at the end, but... That's all right. Did you really pick this and not think that I was not going to just lose my shit? I had hopes, but <laughs> clearly, I see. <laughs> Pull it together. I like the big blue hole. <laughs> it is interesting. I will give it that. Yeah. Would never... Well, you don't scuba dive, so you would never... I would never scuba dive. Scuba? Scuba. <laughs> the main accent <laughs> just came out. That main accent did just come out. I would never scuba dive ever... It gives me anxiety just thinking about Have it. Have you ever? No. And I will never, ever, 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 ever scuba dive. Scuba dive. Scuba dive. <laughs> ever. Wow. Not even in a pool. Like Really? It literally get like, having to take that thing out of my mouth. First of all, I don't like breathing through my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like, mm, it, mm, nope, nope. And then taking it out and having to put it back mm-hmm. in. Like, I would choke on the water. Like, like my anxiety would not yeah. be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I remember I got certified way, way back when. I was probably in, like, middle school with my dad one year. But, um, no, they make you – there's a button. It's called a regulator, the thing in your mouth. And when you pull it out, you hit a button, and it pushes all the water out. So you're not, like, inhaling water. Mm -mm. It is not for everyone. My mom, like, absolutely refuses. She's so claustrophobic. We can go drink on the beach. Yeah. The only way I would do it is if – I've seen them with, like, that have the whole head – Thing. Mm-hmm. And so you're not having, you can like breathe through your nose and you've got like this whole like head thing on. Yeah. But then I like worry about like that thing coming off and then it like fills up with water and then you die. I have a fear of drowning too, mm-hmm. so that doesn't like. Yeah, maybe you drowned in a past life. Maybe. Because I'm pretty scared of it. Well, then you would not have done well with the certification because I remember at one point when you go down, you have to like take off your mask entirely. Like you pull your mask nope. off, you hold it out, and then <clears throat> when you put it back on, basically you like push the top of the mask against your forehead and you blow out, so it like pushes all the water out of the mask. No, but I would. <clears throat> yeah, it's very disorder. It was kind. Of, it's scary. I will give it that. Like, mm-hmm. I would never ever be like brave enough to do. No, I did like wussy dives where like <laughs> nothing is going to happen if you shoot straight to the surface. <laughs> like you're going to be fine. Yeah, I want to be able to if something goes wrong, be able to like swim to the top and not die. Like you, I would never go far enough down where like. I couldn't get to the top. Yeah. You would do like, they have, um, it's called Snuba, which I love the name. Mm-hmm. And it's basically instead of wearing your own tank, you're connected to an oxygen line that is up on a boat. Mm-hmm. So like basically there's a hose connecting you. So you can't really go far enough down to like, you can only go as far as like the hose goes, but you know, you're, you can still do it. You can try that. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'll just snorkel. I'm going to have to snorkel. I'm going to have to snorkel. You and Kathy just go snorkel together. I like that. That sounds good. Okay. All right. I liked your big blue hole, babe. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate that. (laughs) Very mysterious. (laughs) Very cavernous. Very cavernous. Very big. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
Yes. All right. Well, any final things before we wrap up this episode? No, I just got super... It's like, what time is it? It's like, it just got dark it's outside. 10 a.m. Yeah. And is it going to rain today? Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to come in. Okay. It's just like... Got super cloudy. I know, because we had all the lights off because it was really sunny. And it's really dark in here. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Movie day. Movie day, indeed. Snuggle. 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 Yes. Mishka's happy National Pet Day Mm -hmm. to all of our pet parents out there. Yeah. It is National Pet Day. Um, Not when you're listening now, because it's going to be very far over. Right. April, is it the 11th? Yeah, April 11th. Yes. National Pet Day. We'll put it up on Insta, so they'll know. Hug your hug your furry babies. Yes. All right. Anything else? No. <laughs> okay. We'll send pictures of those furry babies to Caitlin yes. on Facebook. Yes. So just search School Friends Podcast. Sorry, I had so to. Cute. I had to burp. <laughs> um, you can also find us on Instagram at Cool Friends Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. And if you have a listener story, which we've gotten, I think, two now, so... Oh, good. Go ahead. Keep, keep going. Keep sending them so yes. we can do a listener Even story. Even if they're little. I, I, a lot of people say, like, oh, it's not worth it, or it's like not as scary as the other ones. Like, right. No, send them. We love them. We love listener stories. I know. Stories. Our friend uh, Leanne, the other day, we talked about her, was saying that, like, she didn't think her story was good enough or, like, would be able to write it well enough. We don't care how well it's, like... We, trust me, we can add some drama to it. We can add some flair. Yeah. Come Don't on, Leanne. Send that stuff in. Leanne, love, come on. Come on. Be better. With your croquettes. She's going to be so mad. <laughs> love you. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So, yeah, send in listener stories, send in animal pics, and for now, we hope you have a safe and spooky week. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your cool friends. Let's go check out that big blue hole. <laughs> <laughs>